Hello and welcome to the return of Nebcast. I'm your host, Brad Hagen. We've got another special guest this week in our triumphant return. I'd like you all to welcome uh, our guest, Jesse Metiver. Hey, how's it going? Uh, those of you who uh, don't know Jesse, is a longtime friend and uh, has appeared in uh, only one of Nebulous Vision's uh, videos. Although I feel like you've done other things. I wanted to stop while I was It's <laughs> <laughs> a good call with us, probably. Uh, I think I've helped you kind of behind the scenes with things yeah maybe writing a little bit or throwing some ideas but this was my first time acting yeah. in one of your videos but that uh, was about it the video in question is a uh, deadline one of my favorites because it's uh probably the most um special effects intensive and like uh then the whole story of how it kind of came together at the very last minute uh, and actually turned out into a good piece is kind of special. So, um, really speaks to the video. <laughs> speaks to the quality and work ethic <laughs> of this team, where uh, we can just throw things together at the last second and be successful. Um, not the best way to go about this. It worked. It worked. It was good. Yeah, the end product is all that matters. The, the journey getting there isn't as important. But uh, speaking of the journey getting there, Jesse, what kind of. Uh, memories do you have of your experience with Deadline? I remember that uh, I hated it. <laughs> and Brad is a slave driver as far as directing goes. He made me redo the same take at least three times. <laughs> no, um, actually, I rewatched the video just yesterday as luck would have it. That's good, because I uh, did. Yeah, one of my friends uh, quoted me a line from the movie that I said, and I didn't know what it was from, and they were like, that's, that's the very first thing you say in that video. So I, I went to watch it again, it's been a while. What is it? It's the, uh, I haven't seen anything that blue since I sailed the seven seats, <laughs> in the very bad pirate accent that I had going on. And, yar. um, yar. <laughs> so, so, I guess for people who are unfamiliar with the video, I should probably give a little summary, um, it's a video about this girl who's uh, coincidentally waiting till the last minute to finish her project. And as she's trying to think of what to do, she's in the cafeteria of the school she's in. And uh, this uh, pirate janitor approaches her and tries to uh, encourage her creativity by telling her a story of um, other students who have gone through this similar problem and met a uh, most supernatural fate yes i originally wanted to uh coerce her into sex but uh <laughs> dude that's my sister <laughs> well before we knew it was gonna be your sister acting that was just the plan for the movie but uh brad said that was a little he didn't feel like it fit in with the movie and he had some creative differences <laughs> words were exchanged creative differences like yeah. my fist in your face yeah so needless to say which is why you uh, had to wear the eye patch yeah, that was fun. Not really. That patch got really sweaty really fast. Did it? Oh, yeah. I will never wear an eye patch again <laughs> if I can avoid it. That terrible, huh? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. So you don't want to part in Pirates 4 at all? Well, as long as I can be one that doesn't have an eye patch. <laughs> peg legs are fine? Yeah, peg legs for pants. In, in order to ensure the authenticity of your character, if I saw off your leg in order to have a real peg on it, is that cool? That's not it. No? No. So in return, you'll just take the eye patch instead. One or the other. Would you take the eye patch and have an intact eye, um, or lose a leg and not have to wear the eye patch? Is there any possibility that I can play Johnny Depp's character in the next movie? Um, if possibility is 0.01 percent. I'll take it. You All right, what? cool. Just... You got it. All right. You are Captain Jack Sparrow from now on. Zing. Maybe Captain Jerk Sparrow. It's more <laughs> accurate. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Don't worry, once this is over with, I'll take you somewhere. But, getting back to what yeah, you're back on about, top. Yeah, back on track. For those of you at home, I also have to mention that I'm uh, hosting this under an extreme lack of sleep. Yes, this is, uh We kind of threw this all together. We don't even have mics right now, we're just talking into tin cans that yes, are attached to string, yeah. wired directly into the computer. But we're making it work, and that's what's important. That's what we do. We're champions of industry. That's right. That way. 
Uh, yeah, so Deadline. More of Jesse's memories. Well, from what I can remember of the movie, and I do remember quite a bit. And calling it a movie is very generous of you, I think. <laughs> well, it, it's okay. From what I can remember of the short film. <laughs> film makes it even sound, like, special, so... Like, well, I can remember is, so. of the... Well, the, what, do you, what do you call it? No, I'm just that? thanking you. Yeah. Because you're being okay. very generous by calling it film, too. Film has the connotation of being artsy and, you know, Oscar-worthy. Whereas movie just sounds kind of like a disposable, like, here's the thing of the minute type movie. I like to consider that movie extremely Oscar-worthy. And I'm a little surprised that I didn't hear from the Academy <laughs> later that year. You know, there were there were maybe better. I voted for you. I don't know what yeah. those assholes were thinking. I think they were voting for Crash that Came down between your movie and Crash. And Crash took yeah. it for what reason? I have no idea. No, I, I actually think that as far as your movies go, and it's not just because I'm in Deadline, but secretly I kind of hate my role in Deadline. <laughs> like anytime people see it, I'm just like, uh, yeah. Why did I get uh, so drunk and agree to do that? Uh, well, you know, I'm not an actor. But I think as far as your movies go, Deadline is up there um, with a, a Flower movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is movie it just called the... Flower? It's called Flower. Okay, yeah. I can't quite remember. But yeah, I think that one's probably your most you know, artistic piece. And Deadline is also really up there. Even though it's funny, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's got the most special effects. Yeah, it's, and the special effects are done very well. It's got a high production value given that it was thrown together at the very last minute. Just like the day yeah. before it was due. It's not like I was trying to do that. We actually had an alternative script ready to go and uh, a different story, but all the pieces didn't come together, and so deadlines are deadlines. No pun intended. Yeah. And uh, well, That's actually how the, uh, the idea for the movie got started. I remember being at work and calling me. And uh, saying, hey, I'm not sure what to do. I have this movie that's due, like, in a day. I had some things filmed for it, but, you know, Adam filmed all the supernatural parts. I had some parts filmed with him, but then he couldn't get back together with you, and it just everything was falling apart. And as you were talking to me about your deadline, I was like, well, that's it. Let's make the movie your problem. So we took the parts that you already had, because, you know, you don't want to throw away your video. Right. And we reworked another story around all the other parts. And, of course, as usually happens between the two of us, we started talking about different pieces of it. Uh, it just got more wild and outlandish. Like, originally I was just supposed to be a student telling another student or a teacher. Then I became a janitor. Then I became a pirate janitor. <laughs> How did you become a pirate janitor? Is it just because we were at the costume shop and I found an iPad? Or... No, we were talking about it. I was just in a mood that day and I was like, <laughs> you know what should be funny is I should have an eye patch on and not even need it or I should talk with a fake pirate accent because, you know. Because who gives a rat's yeah, ass at this point? <laughs> I, was, I was doing a lot of coke back then. <laughs> I was during my, uh, my coke binges. So. What's the disease that a lot of sailors get? Scurvy. Scurvy, yes. It's from lack of water. You get scurvy, and so you're getting all piratey. I had that goiter, too. That wasn't helping. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to start eating more uh, fish. <sighs> but, yeah, that was that was pretty much how the idea came together. And Brad called his sister, and she was down for it. We all kind of rushed down after work and met at the school and got it hammered out in about four hours. Yeah. Then we celebrated at Chili's. <laughs> Which, at the time, was good. Chili's. Yeah, Chili's is terrible now. For <laughs> anyone so out there, brutal, don't to listen say. to those commercials. There are lots of other places. They just call themselves the Chicken Tender Restaurant. Because that's what their menu is mostly based around now, is those. Burgers and chicken tenders, that's all they Yeah. It used to be about fajitas and cheese sticks. Did I tell you my recent Chili's story? You did, but you didn't tell people at home. Oh, tell the, tell the uh, listeners at home? Yeah. Yes. I, uh, I'm an avid fan of Chili's. Have been since way back in the day, but they uh, finally lost me the other day. About a week ago, I went there to get some new soup and salad thing, and they'd introduced a new salad called the uh, Southwest Onion Soup. And the last two times I'd gone there to get it, they were out of it. So 
so finally this time I go, and the girl's like, oh, well, we've discontinued Pepsi. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just fall back on my old staple, the old broccoli cheese. You know, always enjoyable. She's like, oh, we've discontinued the broccoli cheese soup, too. I was like, what? You've always had broccoli cheese. She's like, yeah, the only soups we have now are some potato something or other, and, like, a chicken tortilla, and the new, and she tells me, the new Southwest vegetable. And I was like, look, darling, you're young, okay? I know you don't remember much of the 80s, probably the early 90s, but Chili's has had, Chili's has had that soup since the beginning of time. It's not new. You've always had it. It sounds like the collection I see at the Safeway, like of their little prepackaged soups. So it's almost, I'm almost thinking they run to the grocery store, fill up on a bunch of it, and just serve it in the restaurant. I mean, I know times are tough, and so a lot of restaurants are scaling back some of their menu items in, in light of more popular ones. But oh, I really can't imagine them getting rid of the broccoli cheese. Who doesn't enjoy a, a good broccoli cheese soup? I, why would you abandon like the things that make you different from other restaurants? I, just don't uh, I don't even I don't know what Southwest Vegetable is, but I'll tell you what. I try to stay away from anything that has the buzz line Southwest, and I don't like vegetables. Why do Why don't you like uh, stuff that's called Southwest? It just seems like a buzzword, uh. like. What, you threw some extra spices in there, and that's what makes it, quote-unquote, Southwest. Right, it's spicy. Yeah. It's weird. And edgy. Ugh. It's not for the old folks, <laughs> that's for sure. This isn't your dad's vegetable soup. It's gonna ravage your taste buds. So yeah, I try and stay away from buzzwords like that. And I also try and stay away from anything with vegetables. Because Hitler was a vegetarian. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so if you eat vegetables... It's like you're eating with Hitler. You might as well just go out and kill a Jew yourself. <laughs> uh, That's how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, so where did we get on this topic of chilies from? Oh, right, we went. We celebrated, chilies. Yeah, yeah, when it was good. Uh, yeah, so you worked with my sister. How was that? It's good. I mean, we both, you know... <laughs> I don't know how, how she is as far as, like, she seems like a pretty good actress. In terms but... of your acting style versus her acting style, how did you guys collaborate in, in order to portray these two characters meaningfully on screen? She's definitely worked with you a lot more <laughs> in the past because you could tell that she knew what it was that you wanted. Whereas, you know, I had to do a lot more takes. And you sound scripted, but in my defense, <laughs> we had only seen those scripts. <laughs> <laughs> the very instant we, we started taping yeah. so we had to memorize our lines as they were happening she was a little bit better at it though but she had a lot shorter line <laughs> like i'm telling this giant story yeah. and your sister's like uh-huh you have a lot of exposition to get <laughs> yeah <through. laughs> and then she just has to nod and <laughs> i know berate you at some points it's like yeah stupid eye patch man yeah, I was uh thinking about that when i rewatched the movie <laughs> yesterday i was like god damn it i had a lot of lines in this but uh why didn't I take advantage of it? <laughs> I totally could have gotten so many favors out of this. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I actually wouldn't mind acting in another one of your movies, but it just hasn't seemed to work out that uh, you've needed somebody for acting skills. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I, you know, when that happens... I, I usually don't have ideas where yeah, characters don't aren't portrayed on screen accurately or creatively. <laughs> that idea for stories never seems to come from my head. That's a shame. Yeah. And I could, in general, I haven't had a lot of ideas for movies lately. It's sad. But... I could get better at that. I could do it. Just get... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the audition's on the couch, so just right. be here after the podcast. <laughs> we'll we'll the, talk about the casting it. Casting couch? Am I going to have to get your head? Um, you know, we'll, we'll just see where it goes. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk for a little bit, do some heavy petting, and we'll see where it goes. All right. Now that we've made the audience uncomfortable, um, but I'm not by nature like... bisexual. I just want you to know, but I do anything. You know, I was gonna say like, uh, 
this podcast is also your chance to come out of the closet, in case you weren't <laughs> aware. So. Nah, you know what? I'm I'm gonna you stay in there. I'm just gonna stay. Yeah. Lock the door. I like it. Comfortable. <laughs> um, I'm I'm not ready to come out just yet. Okay. Well. Wherever. Maybe on another show. Yeah, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I'm not gonna say no to anything because certainly, you know, who knows? But uh, I don't personally. That's too bad. Because <laughs> I think it'd be very entertaining for the you know people who don't watch or don't watch, don't listen to this at all. You just want me to come out so you can make love to me. You no, I, I just want to embarrass you. Oh, under your game. On, across the internet. Yeah. Across iTunes. Totally. So many people are going to be watching this or listening to it. You know they're doing the counter on iTunes of how many application downloads or they're like up to their, they're getting, they're nearing their billionth download or whatever. Who knows? The episode that you come out of the closet could be that billionth download. Awesome. So, uh. <laughs> you sound. How many people? <laughs> <laughs> Since you can see it, people download these podcasts. Um, other people's podcasts or the Nebcast? The Nebcast, yeah. <laughs> I don't Is have, it like it five? Doesn't t- yeah, um, maybe six? Maybe less. Maybe less. <laughs> um, I know I do. Um, once just to check to make sure that it's playing okay. <laughs> and then I, I usually get my fill of it producing it uh, before it goes up on me. Because uh... I have to listen to it once after we're done and then... I uh, listen to it while I'm adding the music to the uh, uh, underbelly of it, and then um, yeah, once again after I download it to make sure that it's coming out to people the way I intended. Well, that was a mood killer. I was kind of <laughs> actually like a little excited at first, but now I am completely flaccid. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't lie. Um, I real it doesn't really the iTunes doesn't give you like any kind of statistics. Uh, other than it's popular or not and apparently it's at full popularity but of course that may just be because you know one out of one person is downloading hey well <laughs> so which would make it 100 percent popularity so um but and at the same time i haven't gotten any emails what the hell is that noise <laughs> that is the uh the generator coming wow up. no it's the uh it's the heating unit for the house Right. Which is louder than it should be because we're at the basement right next to the furnace. <laughs> hmm. Probably not the best choice to start recording this down here. <laughs> I don't know how loud it is. I don't I don't on the think mic. yeah, I don't even think people will notice it on the mic because when we were doing testing, even our voices we had to talk kinda loud for it to pick it up, so I don't imagine it'll uh Yeah. As long as it's not drowning us out. It's, and I don't think it is. We're pretty close. Um but maybe we should pretend that it's something really cool. Like, uh... Like your face? <laughs> my face is cool? Uh... Uh... Sure. It's, um... They're working on the next Death Star over there. That's what that is. <laughs> they get the engineers in. Engineers in. They're, uh... They're patching up that hole from the first one. <laughs> the hole that is... The entire explosion of it. Yeah. You know... Uh, what, is that, what, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, and no one's written in to say, hey, where did the podcast go? Or, um, you know, can you talk about this next week, you know? That's right, because the podcast has been uh, missing for how long now? Probably, I don't, I've, I've stopped keeping track, I, probably about a month. But what happened, uh, kind of why we're even doing this now is actually on Wednesday... I got a text from my sister. Um, she was browsing the websites. And she's like, "Hey, you know what happened to the Switch's Domain Cartoon Show? And uh, or what happened? Uh, can I be a character on your show or whatever?" I was like, "What show are you talking about? The podcast or the Switch's Domain Cartoon that we never did?" She was like, "Well, I was talking about the cartoon, but now that you mention it, what's up, what's going on with the podcast?" And I was like, "Well, you know, no one's really tried to be involved with it, like." You know, I, I've gotten tired of having to ask people to do it and schedule like for something that's free and not supposed to take a lot of my effort. I seem to be putting a lot of effort into it. So well, I, I told you a while ago I do one, just uh, right. never asked. Well, I, I uh, yeah, I didn't get around asking. Like I was going to do it as long as we were keeping like as everyone was on schedule. Yeah. But like I just kind of 
fell into this depression depression mode where it's like, well, the main guys who are supposed to do it aren't, you know, that enthusiastic about doing it themselves. Like, why should I even bother getting, you know, Roger and everyone else into it, you know? Well, and it's like, hard to do an original 30-minute show every week. I don't think so. Not when you're just bullshitting. Like, if, if we uh, had a script and we had to act out characters, then I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty hard to do every week. I'd almost rather do that. I would too. Like I want to do shows where it's it is scripted. And we're playing characters and acting out just storylines we mess, made up. But so how is your sister doing anyway? Is she gonna do one of the podcasts? Yeah, actually, uh, she might do one tomorrow or sometime next week. So I was gonna try and get her to do it last night, but I've been exhausted. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been doing so much this past week. It's insane. That's it's probably good. killing my health. But whatever. Other well, than that, though, she's doing good? Yeah, she's, uh... She's single? <laughs> Far from it, my friend. That's a shame. She is quite engaged. I missed that boat. <laughs> you did. You had Not plenty. that I ever had a chance to get on it, but, uh... Yeah, uh well, I you had up it. until last year, because that's when she was still on the market. Yeah. Yeah, your sister doesn't seem like the type that dates bad guys, though. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Oh, self-deprecating. <laughs> Uh, but if she is, my number is. <laughs> <laughs> if things don't work out, <laughs> um, no, she's fine. You know, she beat cancer. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. She uh, had she finally had her port removed uh, last week. She wasn't bedridden like even a day. So I don't even. Know. Um, in order to administer the uh, radioactive drugs that <clears throat> fight the cancer yeah um she had to have port installed into her chest so she kind of has like this she's kind of like iron man yeah a little bit like or i don't know um like in the matrix they have the oh yeah hole the in the back, in the back of the back, head yeah yeah she basically oh. has that in her chest and so they would just plug her in squirt the and then uh it would close up and, uh, yeah so when she was uh pretty amazing declared cured they just surgically pulled it back out so hopefully she won't need it again <laughs> i'd want them to keep it in just because that way i can inject heroin and put some buttons here <laughs> i really hate getting all those track marks on my arms <laughs> i tried shooting up between my toes for a while <laughs> sometimes i just like to hold open one of my eyes and just squirt it right in there but there's no guarantee that it's all really getting can't you boil heroin or something oh wait that's just to put <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still working at it. I haven't quite got rid of it. <laughs> I believe you. I really don't want to do the between the toes thing. That just freaks me the hell out. Yeah, it's hard. It's not for everyone. That's for sure. <laughs> it wasn't for me. I tried it. it sucked. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but back to deadline stuff. Um, anything else? Like memoirs? Oh, uh, it was a, uh, it was a good experience. Working on that. (laughs) Brad's still a slave driver. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I'd have worn two eye patches. One for each eye. Yeah. Or well, two over one eye. <laughs> no, one for each eye. Although now I am. Or maybe one the, over your mouth. I'm liking the two over over one eye thing. <laughs> maybe like one and then one on top of the other one. I like how uh, like I thought it's so hilarious that you should flip up the eye patch at the end and show that you actually have a working eye. Yeah. But I like no that. one really no seems one, to laugh yeah. at it. <laughs> I think that's like one of the funniest parts. Like as I was watching it yesterday, I pointed out to my girlfriend. I'm like. And see, look, I didn't even need the eye patch. She's He's just like, a crazy guy. I'm just nuts. <laughs> and she's like, yes, and? Yeah, I, I too thought that was one of the funniest parts. Nobody else seemed to get it. They I think just, by the end they're just like, what was I watching? Yeah. And why is this ending like this? She just told that guy off after he helped him. And basically gave him the finger verbally. There he is, back into his lonely depressing life. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, we made it to be clever and funny, but I think that by the end, people are just like, 
the hell was that? <laughs> I get the same feeling when I watch Heroes. Like, I get, the, <laughs> I get the sense that they've made it to be, you know, to be really great. There's supposed to be a story and character development. Every time I watch an episode at the end, I'm just like, what the hell did I just watch? I've never watched Heroes at all. So. It's uh, not one of Jeff Loeb's better writing projects. I heard it was so great. And now I just hear people complaining about it. I, I think season one was probably great, but it's kind of trailed off. They started adding too many more people with hero power. Yeah. The whole thing just kind of stinks at the X-Men for me. This is an X-Men copycat. It kind of feels like it, because everyone seems to have a power, and by themselves, no one seems to have a very good power, <laughs> except for Wolverine. You know, Who's Wolverine in the show? Well, the cheerleader chick. She has healing factor and everything like that. And that's kind of how it is with the X-Men. Like, nobody in the X-Men has a very good power by themselves. Like, as a team, they're great, but by themselves, she's kind of like... Except for Wolverine. Right. Wolverine, everyone loves Wolverine. Plus, he's kind of like got two powers himself. He's got the ability to heal, and then even though it's not really a power, he's got an yeah, adamantium he's got frame. Yeah. So. Who doesn't want that? I totally want an adamantium frame. And a healing factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't just want, you know, metal for bones. My body would reject itself. Right, right. Yeah. Would, would it push all that? Yeah, probably would push all that out, huh? I imagine you die or something like that. Right. But, yeah, you know, something to dream about. So, do you have anything to say in retrospect about Deadline? Uh, I directed it. A, yeah, I remember that. Uh, no, it was fun. Like, it was nice to get you into something finally. Because that was only three years ago that we did that yeah, yeah. I've been making videos since like 2001 so that was like six year absence but I'm trying to think like I think you it's not a video but you've done like you've done work like either voice work or something yeah and you uh you know I, I when I was in college I used to make a lot of videos and you've done some stuff you did a voiceover for a an Advil ad that I did in class did I? yeah you were totally you were totally my voice because as I'm sure everyone else has noticed after listening to this, my voice is atrocious. Yeah, you're complaining about it before the podcast. It's, it's awful. It's like the most most annoying thing to listen to. And what's sad is that I'm not even doing a character's voice. This is my natural voice. I wish I could do something else. I'm gonna call this episode Bloodcast, because that's what's coming out of Cast. everyone's ears. <laughs> Broadcast. Is he interviewing someone or is someone strangling? <laughs> but yeah, you did. Uh, you did the voiceover for my oh, character in the Advil ad. Awesome. You were, you were me. You still have that? Yeah, I've got that. I like to listen to the sound of my own voice. In that. <laughs> the thing of beauty. Apparently, other people do too. And you, uh, you helped me make the ever famous, which I still get requests about this to the point where I'm seriously thinking about getting back to uh, Jesse and the Devil. Oh yeah, that's actually great that you brought that up. That's a good topic for us to talk about because when my sister was asking about like what happened with uh, my cartoon show, it yeah. immediately sparked my memory of like, whatever happened to Jesse's cartoon show? That's right, she was supposed <laughs> to be in it. Right. And what was Jesse and the Devil, Jesse? It was, uh... Everyone at home. For everyone at home, it was a quickly thrown together South Park-esque cartoon that I made for a Spanish class, but it was so much more. <laughs> it was, uh, it's a story about me and the devil, and we're kind of unclear as to how the devil and I get together, but it, it's kind of like a... Pretty sure it's something you did. It's kind of a love-hate, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a love-hate buddy story, kind of like clerks, how the two clerks, their best friends... But they both kind of hate each other, and they're always kind of doing jerky things. It's how Jesse and the Devil won. And I was actually, I was driving home just the other day, and I was thinking about it. God, you know, I really loved that cartoon. Like, even though I only did one thing, and I loved the characters, and there's so much you can do with it. It's like, I should really try and get that going. I haven't done anything creative in a long time. I was actually going to talk to him, so just wanted to be on board and helping with it. What do you want me to do? I want you to sit there, and I want you to look pretty. So, how Maybe does that get me onto nice. paper? 
Uh, you know, that's... That's not what this is about, Brad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think we just made this podcast come full circle. <laughs> Still not coming up. <laughs> uh. But, uh... <clears throat> yeah, I imagine that anyone, any one of my friends, make a cameo appearance. Because the, the first and only episode... So- had uh, one of my ex-girlfriends Liz in it, and uh, even though I originally put her in the cartoon as a very mean thing, <laughs> she fucking loves it. <laughs> I think people just like being a part of something. Like even if you're making fun of them, they just like knowing that that was them. So yeah, I would expect that uh, to maybe see Jesse and the Devil making a resurface. So. You want me to do voiceover, or...? Voiceover, I, uh, I could use some help with editing, because I don't have any sort of editing huh. at all. So you'll draw it, <clears throat> you'll draw it, and then I'll scan it in. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not... <laughs> well, <After> I... That. <laughs> oh. Yeah, what I'd really like is to find a Flash animator. That would be the best. But... I don't know where I would find the Flash animator. I feel like I do know a Flash animator, but I can't recall at the moment. But yeah. It's hard getting people to work with free. Right. With the promise that one day there might be. Right. Because I could see it being a popular internet cartoon. I mean, I've seen dumber shit on the internet that's more popular. <laughs> dumber, to, more poorly produced shit. You yeah. go to homestarrunner.com and that shit's popular, but the whole time I'm sitting there thinking... I could do this. Why am I not doing this? These characters aren't great. And you think the prospect of like, hey, this would be great for a portfolio, um, as promising as that sounds to me, doesn't seem to appeal to a lot of people. Yeah, I kind of quit caring about my portfolio the second I graduated from college <laughs> and got a real job. I burned it all. No I, I didn't, no, I didn't really. I kinda... But I'll tell you this, though, and I, I wish that I'd learned this more in college. No one gives a shit about your portfolio. No uh, one. It's true. It's true. You, you go out, you apply for a job, they look at your resume, that's all they want to see. They don't need to see all your little cartoons, your drawings, your editing skills. They just, just want to look at that sheet of paper. And the fact that you brought it. Yeah. Like, well, he can follow directions. <laughs> exactly. So... Yeah. I'll tell you what, my portfolio came in at 0% effective for my job of editing form. <laughs> they didn't care. Which, those of you at home, don't know what Jesse does as a 9 to 5. I edit porn. I watch people have sex for 40 hours a week. And I get paid for it. And for those of you who think, ah, oh, it's such a great job, you shouldn't even be paid for it. Let me tell you this. That job is terrible. <laughs> I am so desensitized to porn and sex right now. It's gotta be completely nuts for me to even get off anymore. There's gonna be a donkey involved. I don't want anyone having sex with the donkey, mind you. I just want the donkey to watch. <laughs> Looks like you're getting a text there. No, it's a phone call. Oh. My girlfriend. She calls me on her break somewhere. No. Oh. So do you need do you need to take that? Yeah, I'll just I'll tell her that we're in the middle of something. We're doing important things. Um, yeah, I'll lie to her. I'll tell her we're doing important things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had a question about Jesse and the Devil. Um, so, you remember that show, uh, what is it called? Bob, God, Bob, and the Devil? Yeah. Yeah. I never saw that show, but I do kind of know. Neither did I. I just saw it on like, the DVD shelf. But it reminded me of your show and how... I My guess... show has no God. <laughs> That's true. Because there is no God. <laughs> um, and there also, is Santa Claus. Some, some people would argue that you and the devil are the same person. So. <laughs> okay, you couldn't even say that with a straight face. He's over. You should see him. He's I'm over. So he's cracking up. Delirious. Like but I can't. Like, <laughs> I'm so gonna like rip on him. It's gonna be fun. Um, <laughs> but seriously, yeah. answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I gotta text my girlfriend to tell her to quit calling me. <laughs> uh, 
All right, I'll try and keep the. Yeah, no. That's I'll okay. try and talk about. Uh, you know, and that's one of the great things about the Jesse and the Devil cartoon is because at times you can't tell which one of us is worse. <laughs> there are times when the Devil's a complete dick to me, and you know, like feel kind of sorry for my character, but at the same time, I'm sure, I'm probably got it coming. There are times when I'm such a prick to him. You're just like, wow. How do you upstage the devil? devil? Yeah, the devil just got <laughs> schooled. So that's that's one of the working mechanics of it that makes it great. Is that, you know, we both get to play the bad guy. It's not just... My character isn't just constantly wailed on by the devil. You actually get a sense as you watch the cartoon because I'm thinking about doing it where instead of there being a backstory, you're just thrown into the story. And little bits and pieces come out as to how Jesse and the devil got put together. And kind of cursed to have to be in each other's <laughs> existences. So after a while you see what kind of a person I am. But, you know, the devil's my right hand man. And I am his. I like that in a show where it doesn't give you one episode like, here's how it all began. You know, it's here's slowly revealed in bits and pieces. Yeah. Which is how Source of Domain was going to go. Like, it was just going to start out that, you know, there's a bunch of aliens here commenting on Earth culture, but, you know, as you get to the like end of the season, figure out, like, why, why they're there and everything through each individual episode, you know, little bits and pieces. Exactly. And I don't want to give away too much for the people at home. But, uh, right, you gotta give him a reason to watch still. I got bit by a spider. I decided to come back. And that's, that's how Jesse and the Devil, that's the backstory. How me and the Devil together. And my parents were shot in front of me. And uh, you had to escape the, uh, the murderer by getting into a rocket ship. And, and yeah, because my planet, planet was going to explode. <laughs> right. And so I was sent to Earth. From uh, wherever I came from. That's the back of That's pretty creative. Sure. <laughs> um, what, what part was my sister supposed to play in your show? Or still can. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's not in it now. <laughs> she had her chance. Uh, she was supposed to play my girlfriend on the show, who was a complete bitch. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Which seemed at the time like a good role for your sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, she's gonna have plenty to talk about next week in her in her episode. Well, no, not that your sister is a bitch, but uh, you know, we had her come in and do some lines, and she seemed pretty good at it. <laughs> so, but I don't know if that'll be the character that she'll play now. Uh, I might have my own girlfriend play <laughs> that character because my own girlfriend would be a much bigger bitch than your sister. <laughs> I know from experience. Uh, you're you're gonna go for some method acting instead of. Yeah, you know. But it'll be fun. Um, I'm sure she can play a role. She might even just play the role of your sister. Oh, so am I a character in the show? Yeah, I imagine that one of my friends probably. So there's gonna be a character Brad in the show. Could be. I'll just show up once in a while. Yeah, I mean, I'll need people to do, you know. Like I was saying earlier, you've got a pretty good voice <clears throat> voiceover, so I'll need people to do male voices for things. I'll do male voices. But I can't have my girlfriend do every female voice on the show. I can be your crazy next door neighbor! Yeah, that's not gonna happen, <laughs> but thanks. Aww. You could be Fred Flintstone. He's gonna be on the show. I'm hoping nobody sues. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So that's 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 good. You're getting back into doing something creative. Yeah, yeah well, you haven't... at least I want to. We'll see what you know. <laughs> I have a lot of good ideas. Because of it. But a lot of good ideas, very little initiative. <laughs> yeah, well, although I actually I did find a song that I think would make a really good uh, theme song in the opening of the show. Oh yeah. And also for me. Have you ever heard the uh, the song "Hell" by the Squirrel Nut Zippers? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, uh, for those of you who know that song, I think it would really, uh, go perfectly. Just picture it's... that, myself, and the devil to that song. Exactly. We'll have a real leave to be for sort of a deal. <laughs> Atomic Family. 
play it. I can play the Haskell. You can? Wow. Can you kiss up to my mom? Uh, I can She's, do. Yeah. <laughs> I real after that left my lips. Oh, I was like, you set yourself up. <laughs> and cuts. Swing and out of the park. But caught just before it got to the edge. <laughs> and then, yeah, game over. So let's talk a little bit about Jesse the person. Not just. The man, the myth, the legend. Exactly. Not just the star of one of our best videos, but Jesse has quite the collection. I thought you weren't going to bring up all those dead hookers. I, I agreed to do this only on the fact that you weren't going to bring up all the dead hookers. Well, I hate to break right it now. to you, but... Red team, go! Red team, go! <laughs> he knows! He knows! <laughs> ah, the feds! Yes. Yeah, Take him away, boys. tried to catch me one. Load the hookers into my truck. <laughs> well, they're dead already. That's oh. going to be easier. Well, they're not complaining. That. That's fine. Been in the oven. 30, <laughs> 45 minutes. Uh, He's dead. Is that a recipe for a hooker pie? Yeah. Wow. So, as you were saying about my collection, right. continue. Um, uh, it's stuff to talk about. <laughs> unless you got more to talk about. I decided to bring up because uh, this is kind of like your show. Yeah. Um, well, Brad's right. How can we not talk about probably your biggest claim to fame until Jesse and the Devil comes out? Oh my my <laughs> giant horse penis. Yep, that's my biggest claim to fame. <laughs> Women love it. It's really tough to record right now because I can't tell which is the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's three Put sticks doing. right here. They're really big, and I can't tell which one's which. So I'm I'm uh, apprehensively leaning into this one as I talk. Yeah, that's not the mic. <laughs> hoping it's oh god. But it is exciting. No. <laughs> uh, no, Brad's correct. I uh, I am an avid collector of uh, <clears throat> nostalgia. My childhood. I collect a lot of action figures, mostly uh, Superman, Transformers, a little bit here and there, some Spider-Man, just whatever. Uh, Whatever I like, comic wise. Yeah, I've uh, collected for quite a few years now, and I have quite a little bit of a museum going on. Very impressive. It's a shame there's not video to show. Right, yeah, this is only audio, so. People, but it is a. What you need to do it's is a now. a sight to behold. You have to paint the picture for those at home and, like, vocally describe the detail. Most people, you probably are imagining, imagining right now that Jesse has a bunch of shelves on a wall. Um, and his figures uh, displayed about, but um, that is not the case. I have a room. He has taken it a step further. <laughs> he has devoted a whole room of his house. That's right. An entire room of my house, which should probably be an office or sort of large storage, is actually uh, my little museum or my fortress of solitude. I like to go in there. Who's your favorite of all is Superman. Exactly. The keystone for the collection tell as soon as you walk in that's the main piece but yeah, an entire room of my house is just devoted to um, action figures bookshelves and wall slats of action figures yep um, some out of the box some in the box specifically lit specifically arranged exactly um, each shelf is a different uh, character or franchise property franchise, Star Wars Superman Green Lantern all the shelves are labeled. <laughs> yeah, labeled. And the characters aren't just, like, standing. They're actually posed and strung about in various epic... Uh, and sexual positions. <laughs> I know, that one where you've got Superman bending over <laughs> Lois Lane is quite unnecessary. Oh, it's very necessary, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... <clears throat> How, what's the square footage? Have you measured that room? <laughs> okay, moving on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the square footage is. I just know that it's. Uh, do you keep a uh, tight inventory? Ever. Like, do you know exactly the the exact number of how many Superman figures you have? Why are you planning on stealing something and hoping I don't notice? Ah, uh, you're a quick. It's an odd question. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> no, I'm gonna steal the Batman ones, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's all been inventoried and uh, sure. 
So you know how many Superman figures you have, specifically. Not off the top of my head. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Roughly? Roughly how many Superman, action, just the action More than 10? Less or... than 100. <laughs> well, it's more than 10. <laughs> I know. Uh, it is less than 100. Yeah, just like, super, like images, like sculpts of Superman. Okay, not including like statues. Yeah, if, if, any, if, mem any memorabilia? Not like posters or like tin cans, like sculpts of Superman. So a statue and an action figure would both count. A bust uh, would count. Probably about 50 or so. At least 50. That's how many different iterations there can be of just a guy in the same suit. Yeah, there's actually more. There's a few more that have come out in the last few years. Yeah, believe it or not, there could be more. Uh, there's quite a few uh, different enough. action figures of Superman. Cause I like to get ones that look different. I like to get ones that look too much the same. Or I like to get ones that are based off of a person's style, like Ed McGinnis or Jim Lee or uh, uh, Jack Kirby. You know, basically, if uh, if I look at it and I think, hey, that looks really cool, I could see that in my collection. I'll get it. I don't, I don't just buy every Superman action figure that comes out because they produce a lot of crap. <laughs> and people seem to think that. I always, uh, it's like, what do you get for the man who has everything? And I always seem to get all manner of just really tacky Superman things birthdays and Christmas. It's just like, oh, thanks. Well, I guess I'm going to return those Superman mittens I got you. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need them. They're blue and red. Alright, there's, there's blue and red mittens. Yeah, I was trying I to pass them off as Superman mittens. I was gonna take a Sharpie and just write an S on the sleeve. Try and pass it off. I couldn't even get a yellow Sharpie. Yeah. Because <laughs> it could be black. <laughs> Superman uh, means business. So. Yeah. Yeah. How long has this been? It's almost an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like 47. So, you want to end it? Yeah, we can end it. I mean, unless you have anything else to say. You were going down this hole. Let's talk about Jesse as a person. Then I'll get talking about toys. Well, that was just a start. If you got other things you want to share with the people at home, feel, feel free. I don't care. I'm a, uh, a recovering alcoholic. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not recovering at all. <laughs> Just plain old alcoholic. I've been drinking this whole time. Right? Yeah. You're so alcoholic that you don't even drink through your mouth anymore. You just kind of absorb it through the skin. Yeah, it's like by osmosis. So. Big word. I think I could spell it. Yeah, you couldn't even spell foobar, so I'm kind of not surprised. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. and in, <laughs> My vision is so blurry. Everything in the background over there is just... I should have my glasses. You know what you need? You need math. That, <laughs> that would keep you up for days at Really? You don't think it would make me even more frail and... despondent? Probably, well, I mean, your teeth would fall out. Your hair would get really bad acne. But your apartment would be immaculately clean. <laughs> you think with all the time I spend awake right now, it would be clean, but... Yeah, how long have you been living there? Um, since December. Yeah, last time I went, all your stuff was still in boxes. Like you just moved in that week. Well, the issue is that all that stuff that's in boxes needs to go to storage. And for some reason, every time that I've had the opportunity to go to storage, it's either snowed, making it just unpleasant to do. Yeah. Or I've had some kind of freelance gig that I've had to take care of on my days off, so... Well, you know, since all your stuff's still packed up, it'd be real easy to move <laughs> in here. Uh, I know. Uh, offers on the table. Like I said, I don't oh, know. No, it's not anymore. It's not gone. gone. Yep, gone. You yeah. waited too long. Well, Two seconds. I can continue to pay exorbitant rent, I guess. <laughs> oh. Shoot. This podcast just turned into about me when it should still be about you. I know. I'm totally... Uh... Let's end this with something funny. What can we do? How can, we, how can we wrap this up in a funny way that... I can just pull the power cord on the computer. That's pretty <laughs> hilarious. In mid-sentence. That would... Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that would be really funny. Funny in the sense of literature where it's ironic that, you know, we just wasted an hour and you ruined the whole... 
Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a funny way to, to end this. I think it's just going to come to an end. Well, that's just sad. Maybe we'll just say something like, well, it's been a great podcast. Enjoyed having Jesse here. Maybe he'll be in another movie someday, but I doubt it. Because his acting's terrible. <laughs> Expect to see Jesse and the Devil sometime in the next year. And uh, I think uh, I might have a part for a rock. You can just play the rock that's in the right. background. No, I don't want, I don't want you want a little more than that? I gotta do something. Give him one roll. Do you have any movies coming out where I get to uh, dress up like a sailor? Like I'm in the Navy. Um, that, you know, that's yeah, it seems like you're typecasting yourself now because yeah. you went from pirate to sailor. <laughs> you know, I have to go with, with what I know works. Is it baby baby steps for you? Yeah. yeah. So from sailor, you'll turn into a uh, I don't know marine. Yeah. Then from marine to uh, offshoreman. Yeah. <laughs> Longshoreman, and then you're on. I hope to play a black man in a movie. It's like Robert. Kennedy. You know, when I first met you, that's the role I think yeah. you were born to play. You were like, he would be a really good black man because he listened to a lot of rap music. Mm-hmm. In his speech and visage. You know, ebonics. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, well, um, welcome to the return of Nebcast. I don't know how much longer it will keep going on. It's just going to be this one. This is this is yeah. This is the this return is, and the this end. This is the return. <laughs> this is the beginning of the end, end. As soon as you had me on it, it's the uh, beginning of the end. Is the end of the beginning. The Thanks, Billy on. Corgan. <laughs> I was trying to tie it into Watchmen, which would tie it into your comic book part of the show. That failed. Much like the Watchmen, we also failed. Ooh, ouch. Well, it did. It was a box office. Flop, and it's a shame because it's a great movie. You know, I don't. It, I don't think it made over a hundred million dollars. Like it didn't make its budget back in the release, but it's definitely gonna recoup all its finances on DVD. Oh, I'm sure. so. but we're not here to talk about. That. <laughs> just trying to find. You don't want to end this. You just want to find new things to talk about. No, I'm not trying to do that. I'm I just think you are. trying to end the show in a way that people aren't just like, "Well, that was a waste of my time." I think they're gonna think that anyway. <laughs> it's true. In fact, they turned it off 14 episodes ago. Oh, yeah. I, I remember the first time I heard one of these, and I just I thought it was an incredible waste of your time. But I still wanted to be on that <laughs> because... I want to waste my time, too. I want other people to listen to me. Listen to my madness. I want to get inside my head. That's really about. So for everyone listening at home, this has been Brad and jesse stay tuned for next week you might get to hear uh, stories from my sister i will be waiting with restless anticipation 